chat with me. Come on and talk to me. I really want to know what you think. I want to hear your truth. I want to see what you see. Come on and talk to me. Put your lovely teeth in this rainbow cheese. All right, you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me for another Green Tea Room episode. Um, today has been crazy. The month has been crazy thus far. And I was just like, you know what? I want to hear from everyone. So thank you guys for coming through. We're doing an early episode because I really want to get some of our peoples overseas to call in and let us know what's going on in their neck of the woods. It's been a lot going on. Um, I told you guys September was going to be a crazy month. We're only nine days into September, and so much stuff has happened, not only here in America, but also overseas. Um, we woke up this morning. There was a video going viral of a particular state in Nigeria, and they're saying that in order for you to go to worship and go to the bank and just do normal day-to-day -day activities, you have to be vaccinated. And I've been saying this for a while, that this is what was going to come down the pipeline, and of course, you know, I was tripping, I'm reaching. And like I said, it's it's always okay when it's something that you're not, you know, involved in. Like, let's say they say, oh, well, you can't go bowling unless you're vaccinated. Well, I don't bowl, so I don't care. But as soon as it's something that people really enjoy and need, when it's something more serious, now people are really starting to wake up like something is not right. When you're saying that people can't even go to the banks, my money is in the bank. It's gotten so bad, excuse me, in Australia, that they're telling people that you can't even go back to your home. Like, let's say if you were out of town, visiting another state, um, another place in Australia, certain cities would not let you go back into the city, into your homes until you are vaccinated. There's a, a man whose video is going viral. He's from Australia. I posted in the Discord earlier. It's a lot of things going on, and people are very, very bothered by what they're seeing. So I have my guest host here. I have Rejoice, and I also have uh, Lady J. She's also on the line as well. So if you ladies want to go ahead and unmute yourselves. Hey can you guys hear me okay? I'm out yeah, we can. on my back porch. Is it too loud? No, you sound perfect. Okay, great. Hi, everybody. Hey, Rejoice. Hey, everyone. So, Lady J, what are some of the things that you've noticed? Because it's a lot of stuff that's just been coming down the pipeline in the past yeah. few hours. And I know with you, you know, you're vaccinated because you have to travel internationally and things mm -hmm. like that. And you just recently heard that in the Netherlands, now they want you, even if you're vaccinated, you have your vaccine passport and everything. They want you to quarantine for 14 yeah. days. It's like they're moving the goalposts. Because remember, before you had to quarantine when you weren't vaccinated. But isn't the point of the vaccination where you shouldn't have to deal with all this other rigmarole? Well, well, remember we were talking in one of the other green rooms back, I think, in late July, early August, where I think you had another one of your subscribers talking from the Netherlands, and they were talking about the level of how they were ranking coronavirus. You remember that conversation? Mm -hmm. You happen to remember that? And I was like, man, I wonder how it's going to be when I get ready to go. Well, my situation is I'm going into the Netherlands at the end of the month. And as of September 6th, they were like, OK, you can you had to show proof of vaccination. They were letting Americans in. Americans are still listed as a safe country. But there's a caveat. You have to have a negative coronavirus test. 
and you must quarantine for 10 days. However, you can come out of your quarantine in five if you pay for your coronavirus test and you test negative. They're very strict with the rules and apparently the Netherlands are not letting Germans in and Hungarians. They changed the policy like that with them too. And I'm like, well, damn, like, should I try to wait longer? Should I, I mean, I don't have the luxury of time on my hands. And then talking to my friends in Australia, they're like, we're, you know, we can't really move about. No, they literally cannot leave five kilometers from their homes. I mean, this is, this is really disturbing because to me at this point, it's no longer about the vaccine. I think that's what people need to understand. We need to Mm. stop this whole device of you're vaxxed, I'm not, I'm better, you're better. Like it's no longer about the vaccine at this point. Somebody just made a really interesting comment um, in the in the green room. They said, T, um, please talk about the military being forced to be vaxxed or court-martialed. People are walking mm. off the job. In a minute, oh. we're about to be a vulnerable country if they don't stop this foolishness. We it's, already it's the are truth. vulnerable country. We, we already, yeah. yeah, we are. Yeah. We already are because the, the fact is, is that our numbers are ticking up higher. You know, mm-hmm. and and you and I were talking earlier briefly about how people would rather take ivermectin, <laughs> or, <laughs> a horse dewormer. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, people. Sometimes too much information is not good for people. Yeah, scaring me right now. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to say the fact that I understand the need to show proof of vaccination. I get it. There are some people who choose not to vaccinate because they can't vaccinate. And those, you should not put people in a category. I thought that we were fighting for women's reproductive rights, my body, my right. Mm. So why is it that you're telling, you're saying, oh, we're for women's rights and their right mm-hmm. to kill or not kill their baby. But then you're telling this person here that they must vaccinate and you're going to do this and that another to them make it make sense to me but I also understand the public need for safety over is overreaching than the individual right to someone's right to choose the life of their child I get that but also we understand that history tells us that when we do things like that it gets dark very quick and yes. that is what scares me Now, let's talk about history, okay? Because after all, this is a conspiracy board. So if you guys remember back in 2008, and it's starting to go viral because a lot of things, hindsight is 2020. So if you guys remember, David Icke was saying a lot of this stuff way back then, that this is a lot of the things that's going to be pushed and there has to be, you know, problem, reaction, solution. And that's what we're slowly seeing. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys this clip that's viral right now on social media. You guys go ahead and listen to this real quick here. If you want, which is what they, what they do want, a world government, a world central bank, a world army, an amalgamation of NATO and the U- UN uh, peacekeeping operation, a world uh, currency, electronic, no cash, and a microchip population, then what you've got to do, and this is the way they, they work, a process I call problem, reaction, solution, you've got to keep creating the problems get the people um, to react, do something in fear and outrage, all of what's happening, what they're going to do about it, and then they, who've covertly created the problem, offer the solutions to the problems they've created, which is 
the constant centralization of power. That's what all the solutions are. And we're seeing such a wonderful example now with what's happening in the financial industry. Absolutely. And Absolutely. if we don't wake up, we're going to live in a global fascist dictatorship um, within five to ten years. Now, he said that in 2008. And it's mm -hmm. very scary what's going on now. Right now in 2021, the New World Order is trending on Twitter. It's literally been trending all morning. Okay, and people are really upset and frustrated because it's like they're not even hiding it anymore. You know how we mm -hmm. talk about, you know, Feridian slips and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But not one, but two of the, the speakers in Australia let the same thing slip. And at that point, it's really disturbing a lot of people's spirits because it's like, okay, you guys are basically showing us what you guys are trying to do, you know, to create this whole one system. The fact that every single country is all of a sudden on board. We can't get all these countries to be on board to stop, you know, child trafficking, sex trafficking. Uh, Nigeria got the nerve to be trying to push this whole COVID vaccine situation. <laughs> and y'all didn't give a damn about SARS. Y'all literally nope, watched young people get killed last year on 10-10-2020, try to lie about it, claimed only two people got shot, but we all watched DJ Switch's live stream. So much chaos has been going on in Nigeria, and this is what y'all are worried about. Right now, you got people struggling, um, having to live off of generators because electricity is just shit out there right now. But this is what you're worried about, having people be vaccinated so they can go to the bank. You know, so it's just like, it's so much going on and it's very frustrating. And right now, people are tired and they are livid. And that hashtag, I mean, I just been in there all morning sipping tea. <laughs> you know, honestly, nothing surprises me anymore at this point. I think that my mother, my ex-mother-in-law said it best. She's like, COVID has just broke open all the stupid. Like It really has. All, you know what I'm saying? Like all the flights of fantasies, all the crazy shit that you possibly could not imagine is all coming to fruition. And a lot of us are just sitting here like, hello, we see you, but you're going to keep doing that shit anyway, and you think we're not going to say nothing. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're going to try to shut me yep. up? No, I think not. And that's what bothers me. That's what's disconcerting for me. I understand that the government has a responsibility. I understand also that our governments can't tell us everything because not everybody's uh, a fair player. I get it. But while at the same time we do have apparatuses of governments that are doing the best for people, those members of our government exist. Those are the same that are doing the shit on the back end that are causing us the dissension or the deep state, whatever people want to call it. I don't know. But we have to begin to look past all of this to understand that some of this is really a distraction. And that's kind of how I feel like this is. I feel like it's a distraction. Yeah, it's definitely a distraction for what's to come. You know, it's it's so much going on that at this point, it's like, what is the real situation? What's really being handled behind the scenes? Um, because again, like I always say, you have to watch what's going on in other countries. They will always start with Europe first because technically they're seen as a more docile people. They're not as rah-rah as Americans. So they'll always try and start over there when they start to push certain things. Hence why Australia is, I mean, it, and that's what you consider a quote-unquote first world country. And the mm -hmm. fact that they're just shut down and can't do anything 
you know, unless they're vaccinated and, and, and they're showing their passports and even truckers are not being affected there, as well as, you know, truckers here in America. We found out yesterday from the trucking community and the discord, um, they're telling people they can't if they won't even allow you to unload your load if you don't have a vaccine passport as a trucker. Meanwhile, in America, we are dealing with a supply chain shortage. Like right now, I can't even get grass. I talked about that. And, you know, it's funny, <laughs> but I can't even get grass from my front and backyard because of the shortage on grass sod. Sod is a shortage. Why? Because of the droughts, you know, where they grow it. There's been a lot of droughts, water issues. So a lot of us, even in this community, we don't even have grass, let alone we're talking about food when we're going to the grocery store. There's no food. A lot of the items that we're used to buying, they're either really high price. There's a shortage. You can only get one carton of eggs. So there's so much coming down the pipeline. And I just wish people would understand this as opposed to falling into this whole divisive, you know, situation, because you have a lot of folks right now, including doctors and nurses who are also walking off on the job or being forcibly fired because they're not willing to take the vaccine. Like they said, um, with the military, they're telling you, if you don't take it, you'll be court-martialed. People are walking off. So where does this leave everyone? You know, it leaves us vulnerable. Because now if you go to the hospital, if there's something wrong with you, if there's not enough staff to take care of you because half of them feel like I'm not fooling with this vaccine, where are we at? You know, and that's the part that's just really disturbing so I want to quickly play that video that's going viral on social media, and then we're going to start taking some calls. Um, I want to play the, the video here of um, what they're saying in Australia. So give me just a second. Will exposure size be put back in place, especially with reopening and people going back to pubs and stuff? Because our exposure sites still, will they be put back in place to be listed once we are reopening? Because they're not at the moment. Um, we will be looking at what contact tracing looks like in the new world order. And yes, it will be pubs and clubs and other things if we have a positive case there. Our response may be differently, different if we know that people are fully vaccinated. So we're working through a number of those um, issues, but we will have to reflect and learn. It is. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. So again, years ago, um, you know, conspiracy theorists were clowned and talked down to and, and said that you guys are reaching. There's no such thing as a new world order. And But now you have people in power, in parliament, in positions of leadership there in Australia, just basically saying it. And some of them are trying to walk it back and say, well, I didn't mean to say that. Well, I'm not, you know, I don't believe them because again, Two different people said the same thing, same day. So it's really disturbing. So let's go ahead and um, take on some um, some calls here. Sharon, you're coming to the stage. Hi. Can you hear Hello? me? Yes, we can hear you. How are you? Hi, I'm all right. Thank you. I'm uh, Khaleesi Emmy from the Discord. Okay, yes. I remember you said you wanted to call in. I'm so glad you were able to get in. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, so I just kind of wanted to kind of give my take and perspective on things, um, as a Nigerian that also, um, kind of tends to live in the UK quite a lot as well. Currently mm -hmm. I have moved back to Nigeria now. Um, so I'm seeing a lot of things going on in the news and just in general. And if you were, 
if you were kind of looking at Nigeria from the perspective of the news, <laughs> you wouldn't definitely not be getting a picture of what's actually going on down here because it's just so vastly difficult, sorry, different to what is actually going on that it, it's just insane. So first mm-hmm. of all, I just want to let everyone know that life is going on as normal in Nigeria, okay? Like, we don't really have social distancing like that. Most places that require masks, bars, clubs, shops, restaurants, everything's open, right? Mm-hmm. This is across majority of the state. I don't really know of any states where there's any massive restrictions going on and no curfews. Literally everything is fine because our COVID cases aren't really that high and aren't really that serious. And you don't, you don't really hear of any deaths. Do you know what I mean? Right. So for us to now hear in Edo State, I'm like, I'm confused because Edo State is not Lagos. It's not Abuja. Edo State is not a state that has an international airport. It does not have a direct port of international entry. Why of all states would Edo mm-hmm. State just randomly be like, okay, so um, you can't go to church, you can't go to mosque, you can't go to the bank without a vaccine passport. Like, what? Wow. Yeah, that don't make it's, sense. That sounded crazy when I heard about that. And, and that's what all the Nigerians are saying. Yeah, that's what all the Nigerians are saying. Like, Edo State is a lot smaller and why are they being the mouthpiece for all of Nigeria all of a sudden? Do you know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, I don't want to come on here looking crazy. Let me do my research before I come on here. And I found out that another state, Ondo State, which is also a very small state, is also, it's part of like, um, it's like one of the majority Yoruba states, is also mandating COVID vaccines. Hello? Neither of these states have that much like commercial importance or they don't really have that much international importance. It's just random. It's like picking the two, like one of the two least popular. I'm so sorry if that's where you're from. I am so sorry. But do you know what I mean? Like you don't right. hear about that'd that. Be like yeah. saying, that'd be like saying Iowa is a representative of all of America. Like, who knows <laughs> in Iowa? Not, no shade towards no, no shade, shade. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Iowa doesn't speak for America. They're mainly going to go to places like New York, L.A., Texas, you know, exactly. big, big. Exactly. right? Exactly. Okay. We saw th- we thought this was going to come from Lagos because Lagos is basically right. like the heart, like literally, it is the mm. the cap. I would say the capital of Nigeria, just not officially, right? Because everything right. happens in Lagos, right? Every like no, it, everything happens in Lagos. Lagos is where most people who are coming in internationally land, both on land borders and you know at the ports as well. Do you know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. I really thought, I, I thought this was going to come from Lagos. So it's just a bit of a shock. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like <laughs> Nigeria is such a deeply, like, religious country. I don't think right. a lot of people realize how religious this country is. It's like you're intentionally trying to trigger people by doing mm-hmm. this. Because a lot of yep. people here are saying, absolutely not. This is the mark of the beast from Revelations. I think not. We're not doing that. Do you know what I mean? Right. Why would you specifically say churches and mosques? At that point, you're just trying to trigger people because most people, if you don't go to a church, you're going to a mosque. Even traditional worshippers, people who, you know, um, serve like the old gods and things like that, a lot of them still go to churches for the culture. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're intentionally trying to annoy people at this point. Um, And yeah, 
it's like they were comparing it to getting the um, yellow fever vaccine, which is so stupid to me because the yellow fever vaccine is not mandated all over the world. It's only mandated mm-hmm. in countries that have had an endemic with it before and only when you're traveling into those countries. Most of the regular, regular people in Nigeria are not traveling anywhere. Do you know what right. I mean? So it, it right. just doesn't make sense. And I remember, also, Rejoice, also- Rejoice, remember we were saying that when we were talking in the DMs because, you know, being African, religion is a very important thing. So that's what really yeah. bothered me when he came that, out and said, yeah. you can't even go to church. Like, church is a huge thing in the Nigerian Yo, community. Exactly. In African that's communities, the outcry. anyway. That's an outcry. So when you're, yeah, when it's you're doing that, you're trying to start very specific. People. Right. It's very specific. Like, they did that on purpose because they knew... Do you know what I mean? Like, those, those are the, yeah. if you want to get the majority of the population, that's what you target because that is where mm-hmm. people go. Yep. You, yeah, because they target, like, the bars or something, people wouldn't care. They're like, oh, okay, yeah. I don't bars anyways. Do you but, know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah. the thing is, Edo State, on its own, and I think Ondo as well, has um, quite a split between Islam and Christianity. There are a lot of Muslims in Edo State as well. So that's why mm-hmm. they're not just because it's a southern state, but a lot of people don't realize that it's one of the southern states that has a lot of Muslims because people tend to think it's more divided south and north, where the northerners are more Muslim and the southerners. But in Edo state specifically, there's a lot of Muslims. So they did this on purpose. And I feel like the reason like these are my reasons, because I am I'm not even going to say a conspiracy theorist at this point, because everything that we've been conspiracy you know because talking about is all happening so at this point i'm just right it's not, yeah it's not even a conspiracy at this point it's fact <laughs> yeah it's <coming. laughs> honestly honestly i feel the reason why they are doing this yeah is a cash grab because these states once they're saying oh we're trying to roll out the vaccine well and also yeah what i was going to mention as well civil servants will now be mandated to take it all civil servants across Nigeria in a couple of, I think in a couple of months, they said once it's more readily available in terms of like the, um, the amount of vaccines they have, all civil servants will have to take it in Nigeria. So it is creeping in. And I feel like it's just a cash grab. I mm-hmm. honestly feel like it's a cash grab because when these states are kind of giving money, like, okay, so here's the cut that you get for COVID-19 spending. The, it doesn't get dispersed to the population. It's just lining politicians' pockets. So it's just another opportunity for them to get extra money. Really? They don't care about COVID cases. They don't care about people because nobody's freaking dying from COVID. In Nigeria, please, where? I beg, where? They're just trying to get extra money. Like, they're mm-hmm. literally just lining their pockets. Because if they say, oh, this is another, like, really important thing that we need to do in this state, they're going to get a cut of that pie, and it just goes straight into their pockets. Do you know what now I mean? let me add. No, I, I definitely agree. You know, there's a lot of corruption, and corruption in Nigeria starts at the top. The rot starts at the top. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this: Do you also think it might be a fear of some of these African nations? Because remember when the when the president of Tanzania and a few other countries were saying, "No, you're not bringing that COVID vaccine here." Remember, he was testing the fruit, and even the fruit was coming back positive. And then remember, he died mm. like not even a year later. So, do you guys think it might be even deeper no, with all these countries? Too. Yeah, a lot of people in Africa think <laughs> he was assassinated. And even like That's the president works, of Haiti, yeah. remember, he was against the vaccine and all that stuff. Yep. And now they're They'll shipping them Astra- out. Yeah, now they're shipping AstraZeneca to Haiti like like water. So, do you think mm-hmm. some of these African nations are now trying to fall in line due to pressure and fear? 
because we have two African presidents that were assassinated in less than one year. Yeah, but here's the thing. The president isn't even doing the most in terms of COVID. Right. You know what I mean? These are individual right. states taking it upon themselves. And yes, I agree to some extent that they are trying to kind of copy because they're like, oh, we want to set a good example to show the rest of the world that we're doing this. They're just kind of trying to copy. But at the same time, what works for Paul is not going to work for Peter because these are two complete, like, you know, the country's different. Do you know what I mean? We don't have cases like that. It's not a cold country where, you know, the spread is worse and all of that stuff. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like part of it is they're just trying to kind of copy. So it seems like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, we're with it. We're doing, you know, what the big nations of the world are doing. But I think for the most part, yeah, they're just, it's just a money grab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, until the president actually comes up and says, um, oh, yeah, it's compulsory. Everyone, we need to get everyone vaccinated. Yeah, these are just individual um, governors because they have the jurisdiction to do that within their own states. Um, they're just the ones taking it upon themselves to say, okay, let's let's do this. You know, let's you know, let's va- vaccinate the entire population of the state. And another thing I want to mention, this is tea that I'm like, maybe this should be for the Zoom, but I'm going to spill it anyway because I feel like most people are going to hear it anyway. Uh-huh. A lot of people are not that bothered about this compulsory vaccine. You know why? The corruption, it starts at the top, but it ends at the bottom. You could probably go to a health centre, put some money in someone's hand, and they will give you stamp signed, verified vaccine passport no problem no questions asked facts facts <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. so yeah. a lot of people aren't even that bothered like okay this is just another inconvenience where we need to go get fake passports mm-hmm. and fake yeah. documents yeah yep well so, sharon thank yeah, you cause... so much i, I really <laughs> appreciate you calling in you brought in a wealth of information and that's why I wanted somebody to call in who's there on the ground who can tell us what's all going on because the information that's coming out, they're making it seem like it's all of Nigeria. But when you're talking yeah, to people, it's, it's like, no, it's not, and we're not going for it. You know, like it's just, it, but like I said, it's, it's almost insulting that they even have this much energy to even come out and have the audacity to say that you can't go banking, you can't do this, you can't do that. But meanwhile, when SARS was going on, was he was this man in Udo Edo State speaking out and saying anything about the SARS police and the brutality? No. Nope. Absolutely not. Nope. They were quiet. Not even SARS. Like right now, people are literally dying daily because of the insecurity. You can't go from one state to the other by road without like you have a fifty percent chance of literally dying and being kidnapped on the road. It's that bad right now. But mm-hmm. no, that's not the priority. No, we're banning Twitter instead. Right. Jesus. I saw that. It is. Well, I'm going to go ahead and bring on some more people, but thank you once again for calling in, sis. Thank you so much for having me. So let me, definitely. So I'm going to bring people in. As I bring you in, if you're on stage, just mute your microphone until I say your name. So that way we can just have people already on and ready to go. So let me go ahead and bring on Alizé White. And I'm going to add a few other people. Just keep your microphone muted, though, until I call your name. Hello? Hi, Alizé. Oh my gosh! Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm skipping class, girl. Okay, so what did you want to add to the conversation? Um, I just wanted to add like in a real life example of what I was going through last year and why I had to leave um the school I was at. I was at St. Thomas University. Um, basically, last year they were asking us 
how do you feel about COVID? How do you feel about a future vaccine? This was like in 2020. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm out of breath. I'm excited. Um, but I, I took a stance. I was like, it's too early on to figure out what's going on. Basically, how you feel about the situation. And my teacher failed me. Literally failed me because oh. that was my stance. And I had, like, it was like three other girls who had um, a similar stance. And we all failed that class. And wow. I was pregnant at the time. You they know? allowed I, to do that? I mean, I don't know if it was like a bias thing because my professor, but I went to the dean as well. And he was like, well, I ha- I can't really do anything about it. Like the uh, semester's over. I went like in December when it happened. And I was just like, that's so unfair. And also I feel like she was a bit biased because she was an atheist and I'm a, I'm a devout Christian. And um, we had another subject about something else and she was biased. And I'm just like, if I, I transferred to another university, I'm at a um, HBCU at Florida Memorial. But I'm like, if, if this is how things are going to be, why even get a degree? You know what I'm saying? I might as well go do Uber Eats and trade Bitcoin for a living if, you know, I have a child to support. You know what I'm saying? I don't have time to get my degree and then I have an opinion or I feel a type of way about a vaccine we haven't had and I get fired. You know what I'm saying? This is this is becoming a bit much, I feel. And that's that's pretty much all I want to say. I, I just want to say, you know, I'm a new mom now and I just pray for my child because this is getting scary. Like I just had a baby. In February, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and it's, whew, it's just a lot going on, and I'm not afraid. I'm just, it, I think it's just overwhelming, right? Yeah, because yeah. you don't know what's next, right? And especially with a lot of these, you know, new parents with new babies, right? You know, it's like, what is the future going to be for them if it's this exactly. bad for us and we're not used to it? What are they going to be doing in 2030? Exactly. Mm. I can't. I don't even want to think about that. Right. I just pray for her. Like, hopefully, she'd be okay. You know. Yes. Ooh, well, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you for having <laughs> me. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. You have a blessed day. You too, sis. Thanks for calling in. No problem. Bye bye. Bye. So let me go ahead and bring on Jaylon. Jaylon, go ahead and unmute your mic. Okay, he must not be ready. Let me go ahead and bring on Awale. Awale, please unmute your microphone. Hi, T. Hi, everyone. Hi, how are you? Very well. Uh, like the last speaker, I'm calling from Nigeria. And uh, yeah, like she said, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of normal for the most part, except for some crazy governors that make proclamations that don't make sense. Um, as we speak, I think we only have 4 million vaccines uh, that was donated by the United States. And his state alone is probably about 3 to 4 million people. So how exactly is everyone supposed to get vaccinated? Well, we don't even have the vaccines. Yeah, that's not even have enough. The government, and it doesn't make sense. If the government is going to share the vaccines, they probably would give a state like Lagos and Abuja Maybe like Lagos might get like 50%. If we look at what happened the, the, when we had the AstraZeneca vaccine. Mm-hmm. And at those states, maybe we'll get maybe 200,000 vaccines. And then you have a population of 3 million and you're saying people can't go to church. People can't. It, it doesn't even make sense. There's so right. many other things that he could be worried about. And I think that's but, what is bothering a lot of people, like a lot of the Nigerians there, because it's just like you said, you have people right now, the roads are just horrible. 
you know, you're having yeah. to deal with a lot of electricity issues, generators, and this is what you get on stage and say, <laughs> like, we're like, like, you know, like, it, you it, it makes no sense. It Fix the roads first no before you say anything. Yeah, but then they also, because I work for, the company I work for, we, we work for mm-hmm. uh, oil companies, like interna- multinational oil companies like Shell and mm-hmm. Ajib. And those companies are making the staff. So they, tell, they told us point blank, you can't send your staff to our field locations if they're not vaccinated. And we said, well, some people don't want to get vaccinated. And they said, well, sorry, um, they will just have to work in the office. You can't send them to our fields. So we had to tell the staff, okay, this is what the companies are saying. You can't go to work. And these are people who get paid per day. So for every day mm-hmm. they're on the field, they get, they get their allowance. And mm-hmm. the company is saying, you cannot send your staff there to our field, except they're vaccinated. So we had to talk to the staff and, of course, allay some fears because some people were like, we don't want to take this. And we're like, well, we're not forcing you to take it, but you can't work. And that's not because we don't want you to work, but that's because the companies will not let you on their fields. But technically, they are forcing people. Yeah, Yeah, they are. When you think about it, you're forcing them because you're telling them you can't work. Yeah, you're telling them you can't work except you have the vaccine. So, Yeah. Doing it all over. It's so not, it's you know, crazy. Fair. Yeah, they're just changing the world. world about you know. Break. Yeah, they're they're definitely changing the wording around. With. Like you don't have to get it, but if you want to work, if you want to feed your families, this is what you have to do. It's the same thing as just saying you have oh, to. I, get I, it. I, I, yeah. See, you don't want you yeah. want to know the crazy thing. This summer, uh-huh. I was going to travel to the UK, and I took the first vaccine, which was the AstraZeneca. I took the two doses because I know I travel. I said, you know what? Let me just go ahead and get it so it won't hinder travel. I'm trying to go to the UK. And I, then I look on their list, on their website, on travel restrictions and everything. And then they say, if your vaccine was not created in the EU, then we don't recognize it. So if uh, you're coming to what? the UK, you have to, you have to uh, quarantine for 10 days. Now, my vacation is, what, 14, 14 days? And you see, I have to quarantine for 10 days. So I was like, okay, so why did I go take the vaccine? And they said, sorry, right. it wasn't made. And the, the vaccine they gave us in Nigeria was from India. It was, it was uh, manufactured in India. So they said, if it wasn't manufactured in the EU or in America, we don't accept it. So I'm like, then at this point, they sense. should. Mm. Exactly. At this point, they should so only be giving out so vaccines the from vaccine, those two places. Now you say it, it, makes, it, has, it makes no sense. So if I had to go to the UK, I would still have to quarantine for 10 days. So what was the point? So that's what I'm saying. Uh, They constantly move the goalposts. First is get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. You won't have to wear a mask. You won't have to social distance. Everything will go back to normal. People run and go get it. And then now they're telling them, oh, well, you do have to wear a mask. Oh, well, now you need a third booster and a fourth booster. Exactly. Your vaccine is not recognized in my country, so you can't get in. It, it's just, it's like nobody knows what it's, they're doing. And you guys yeah. are literally using people as test dummies and injecting things into people's bodies. Just as, okay, so my thing is this, right? So you went and got the, Astra, the AstraZeneca to go to the UK. Mm-hmm. They told you it's not good enough. Yeah. Well, if it's not good enough, what the hell is floating around in my body? Do you get what I'm saying? Exactly. And how are you, exactly. how are you supposed exactly. to take, how are you supposed to take the, you know, the vaccines made in the EU if they're not in Nigeria. Exactly. What we what the government got was <laughs> the one from India. But now we have the Moderna, which is from the US. So maybe now 
how they'll accept that. But I mean, it, it's it's crazy. It doesn't. Maybe they'll come up with another thing after. after no, so they'll say maybe Moderna is not recognized. You can. It's it's one thing, and then they keep moving, it and it makes no sense to me. Wow. It makes no sense. There's obviously an agenda yeah. because it's not just mm-hmm. about vaccine. There's obviously an agenda. Yeah, and I and think everybody's seeing it. Yeah, it's everybody's scary. seeing it now globally. I don't. I get so many emails from different people from all over the world, and it's like everybody feels like something is not right. Everybody is just trying to support people, and they're seeing it. And it's only. I'm not going to say it's only in America. Of course, it's in other countries, but the divisiveness in America definitely needs to stop. Because if you guys are not understanding what's going on globally, it will eventually trickle down here. Y'all would stop mm. all this. You're vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated. I'm better than you. You know, it, it's just ridiculous because at this point, they're really playing with people's lives. It, they're playing with people's livelihoods, their bodies, you know, and if something happens to you, it's just, oh, well, that's just a side effect. You can't sue. The, you know, you just get buried and then, you know, your your story is done. And that's just really scary and unfortunate. It is. It I, really I saw is. a story where they said um, the vaccine was affecting women's periods, and now they want to put mm-hmm. how many billion into the research. Now, if it's affecting women's periods, what else is it affecting? We don't Honestly, know what we're taking. Because <laughs> we don't know what we're taking. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's really scary. But I really thank you but, for calling in. Thank um, you, T. I appreciate you. Nice talking to you. All right. Bye. bye. So go ahead and unmute your uh, microphone, um, Maureen. Hi, T. Hi, Hello. Rejoice. Hi. Um, from Kenya, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for Yay, letting me Kenya. speak. Okay, nice. We're happy oh, to hear from you. Thank you. I'm so nervous. Okay. So um, Kenya, a lot of shit has been going down. Uh, for the, uh, the first thing is the vaccines have been mandated for all civil servants including teachers. And my mom is a teacher, so I remember when she came and told us that they were told that they have to get vaccines by the end of August. And mm-hmm. if they didn't get the vaccines, then they would not have, do not be able to go to school and like teach the kids and everything. So, um, okay, it didn't come to pass because I know the government was taken to court by a certain lawyer and Kenyans really, we are very stubborn. So we were like, no, we're not mm-hmm. going to be forced to have to take these vaccines. However, it's beginning to catch up that now the government really wants to push these mandates on us. You can't go anywhere without being asked if you're vaccinated. Uh, last week, but one, I went to donate blood for a friend who needed blood in the hospital. And then she, the, I remember the nurse asking me, are you vaccinated? Then I was like, um, no, I'm not vaccinated. <laughs> then the nurse was like, why are you not vaccinated? Would you like to get your vaccine? Which was a bit intrusive on my personal information like i don't want to i don't want to be forced to do something i don't want to do it's still at the test stage so yeah kenya has been getting a lot of that there are two camps people who want to be vaccinated and those who do not want to be vaccinated but no one is really talking about it no one is really trying to fight for the rights of the people who do not want to be vaccinated everyone is just quiet and observing the government until it becomes mandatory for us so yeah that's mm. what I wanted to see. Yeah. So the same thing is going on in Kenya too with the mandatory. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are saying um, that I have been hearing that too, that one of the side effects is women's, you know, menstrual cycles just going haywire. And so a lot of people are questioning 
is this going to be affecting people's fertility? You know, can it make you infertile down the line? Because there's really no research in all of this. So it's it's very scary to think that there's just no real information. And they're even being quiet on some of the side effects, too. T, if I can add one thing. I remember um, when I was growing up, I was around maybe 14, now I'm 31 years old. When mm-hmm. we were in church, okay, I'm Catholic. So I remember there were rumors going around that there were some vaccines being given to the women in the the women who are impoverished, the women living below a dollar a day, there were some vaccines being given, but they were kind of in affecting their menstrual cycles and making them important, not able to have children. And I remember there were those rumors going around along among the Catholic doctors. Then the rumor was stamped out, we were given a fact check. And that was all the way back in 2004. Uh, yeah, 2004. Yeah. I, I remember mm-hmm. we were being told, no, these vaccines are not affecting people's reproductive health. So for me, this is not the first time I'm hearing about vaccines affecting people's reproductive health, especially in Africa and especially among the low earning community, the poor community. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much for calling in, sis. I really appreciate talking to you, Maureen. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Bye. All right. So she made some really good points about what's going on in Kenya. So I really appreciate that. Um, Let me go ahead and Mary, Mayanel, if you want to go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, T. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How are you? I'm good. And you, I'm not going to, um, way too long because you know I told you that I was at the clinic but I just Mm -hmm. wanted to add a few points quickly the first thing is I think at this point we can just mentally prepare of the fact that it's going to be mandatory pretty much everywhere including the states it's just a matter of how they are going to implement this um, how they will make it make sense but I think it's just a matter of time because the way that things are going right now I think it's just a matter of time of, okay, at some point it's going to be mandatory. How are we going to accept this? How is this going to happen? But it will happen. It's just a matter of time. I'm looking at this, like, slowly the way that they're, they're presenting this. The thing with this vaccine is I can get it if they want to say, oh, it's mandatory for everybody. You should get it. But they don't bring up argument that makes sense enough. At first, it was, oh, you need to get it in order to not be at the, um, in the ICU if you get COVID. You know, that's what they used to say. Okay, but what is the link with you stopping me from going into the pharmacy, going into the bank, going this, going that? At this point, if I do end up getting it, it's my responsibility in whether or not I want to die or I don't want to die. You know what I'm saying? And there right. are many people who are saying that. They were saying, okay... Even if you telling me I will not be in the ICU if I get it, I'm still willing to take the chance. I will not get it. And they're like, well, if you don't get it, you cannot enter the bank. You cannot enter the hospital. You can't enter this. But what is the link? It's just like, you know, just like their arguments doesn't back up enough, whatever they're saying. Um, last week, um, the people at the top in Quebec, Quebec is a, um, is a state, if I can call it a state or province in Canada, they were mm-hmm. like, oh, um, we're stopping you guys from entering public places in order to protect you. And we're like, huh? They're like, but you guys need to understand. If you guys get it, you guys will be in the ICU, ventilator, et cetera, et cetera. By us preventing you to enter the places, we are reducing your chance of getting it because you're not around many people. Are you for real? It's just like, 
okay, so you're telling me that you're preventing me from going to the bank, going to the hospital, going to this, going to that. It's just you trying to protect me. If that that's that's the argument that they're giving right now. If not, clearly two other things that I wanted to say for everybody, because Canada doesn't make that much noise because they're naturally quiet, I think. But I told you about this, T. I was so shocked the other day when I entered a McDonald's and got kicked out because I don't oh, yeah. have a passport vaccine. <laughs> and, I, and I had to laugh, like, you're shocked? This is what a I was McDonald's. saying. That yeah. first, like, it's the bougie restaurant, it's the bank, exactly. it's the passport place. Now it's McDonald's. Tell them how they were all in line on bikes and, and on foot <laughs> yeah. trying to get fucking fries. I took, I, I, I took pictures and videos, and I was like, look at this mess. The, the people were walking on foot in the drive-thru because they kicked me out of McDonald's because I don't have the passport vaccine, knowing damn well that those employees are doing stuff that are way more dirty in McDonald's that can get me way more sick than the COVID itself. They told me, well, you're going to have to go to the drive-thru. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I have a car so I'll go to the drive-thru. And when I go to the drive-thru, the line was incredibly long. And it wasn't <laughs> even people in car. It was people walking by foot, people walking bike, because they couldn't People get on skateboards. Yeah, it's people ridiculous. And when I told because you, I said, this is coming down the pipeline. Like, it starts with, oh, we're just looking out for your health. Oh, it's just to keep you safe. And now you're at McDonald's on a skateboard, like, can I get a number four? Because you can't go into the restaurant. <laughs> can, can I get an ice cream? I just wanted fries, guys. They keep me out of French fries. Can I, can I, I get a the, small fry? And I told the guy, look, I'm not I'm not going to sit down. I'm just going to take it to go at this point. Because when I look at the line, and the line was so long, I told the guy, look, I want to sit down. I'm just going to take it. They still told me no. They still mm. told me no because I don't have... It's just like, it's just, it's McDonald's. That's what really shocked me. It's just like, it's McDonald's. Like, yeah, it's just like, it's it's too much. But I mean, you're right, you know, because now you have Howard Stern. They're if you guys don't know, they're dragging the hell out of Howard Stern on social media yeah. because he basically did a radio thing yesterday and said, you know, fuck everybody who's unvaccinated. I don't care about their freedom of choice. They need to mandate the vaccine because I want to get back to kicking it and playing chess and hanging out with my friends. So they're dragging him. You know, and it's like, so we should just all take the vaccine so things can, quote unquote, get back to normal. But if so many people have taken the vaccine, why is nothing normal? You were telling me today that in Canada, in one of the providences, I think only 13 percent are unvaccinated. Yeah, that's what I wanted to mention. Where I'm from, yeah. actually. Because 13%. I was, I was that's like, how many people are unvaccinated. I was so like, literally their whole population is vaccinated. They should be good. But they're not. The with people, this is the thing with Canada that I complain all the time. It's like I feel like those people they they are they they easily find just fall in line. And I have this problem with those people in Canada. They don't go out there and protest. They don't go out there and argue. It's so easy for them to fall in line. You mean to tell me the province where I'm from, province is state again, like for you guys, the province of which has millions of people. It is one of the biggest province in Canada and only 13% of unvaccinated. And I'm part of the 13%. So you mean to tell me like, you know, at some point we're going to have to do it because the majority is vaccinated. So we're just like the small population. And then the prime minister is like, oh, we need those 87 people to try and convince their friends who are not convinced their friends. Do I look like a Jehovah Witness or missionary? 
Like I'm gonna go knock at people's <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna knock knock at people's door and be like, Hey, like the Prime Minister told me to come to your door and try to convince you about the good old vaccine. Like it doesn't make any when sense. When have they ever I, done this? Honestly. When have they ever done this in the history of just modern medicine and, and, and illnesses and they don't in modern time I, I can't think of any time they've ever done this where there's been this much pressure. And they don't even do it for the is. flu. They don't do it for anything. Like okay. many people be out here passing around STDs and and all types of you know things like that. They didn't even do this during the whole AIDS epidemic. Like what in the world is this? So they want you to convince your friends, even though it's just a small population left in Canada, that they need to get vaxxed. And you guys probably have the highest rate of vaccinated people. And even with that, they've just moved the goalposts. Because they're still telling you, even with the vaccine, they want you guys to wear masks and social distance at certain things. So it's almost like, well, is the vaccine even actually helping if we still have to do all this? Yeah. The very, very last thing that I want to talk about before I go, and I'm going to read the, the article. I sent it um, to you this morning, but I'm still going to read it. Um, during the middle of the night, while we woke up to this, um, the government decided unvaccinated workers will now be suspended without pay from October 15. So October 15, if you're not fully vaccinated, you're going to go off, not for every business, though. It's for federal business, hospital, you know, those things. Um, from October 15, from October 15, if you're not fully vaccinated, you're going to be suspended without pay. But... That is until you get the vaccine, because one month after that, if you're still not vaccinated, then you're just fired point blank period. So right now you're gonna keep you're gonna keep your title, but you're gonna go home until you make the decision to whether or not you wanna be vaccinated from October 15. Past October 15, well that's it. You're just fired for job. You can now because you still don't wanna take it. Um, I mean one month after October 15. And I'm still reading because I know there's always fine lines somewhere. So I'm still reading and reading. And then they, one of the lines that they're including in the article says, also, regular Quebecers, Quebecers is people from the province where I'm from, um, who needs to visit the hospital, uh, CLSS, CLSS, clinics that are funded by the government, so they're free, will also have to present a passport in order to get services. So it means wow. it's time order for me to go to the hospital like a regular person, to go to the hospital or to go to a CLSA. A CLSA, again, like I said, is the clinic that are funded. Because you guys know we got free insurance in Canada, but the free insurance in Canada, it works for the, the clinic that are funded by the government. So it's either you have a private insurance and hope that your private hospital will allow you to get in without the vaccine and private cost a lot of money or you need to get in order to go to the hospital it's like and it and, and it's so funny because it's just one line just one line in the whole article that say that they didn't even put it in the title or nothing just one line so if you don't read then you won't even know about it right now i checked the calendar to see from the because you know we have place where you have to go and vaccinated clinics where you have to go and vaccinated i checked the calendar and they are full until october 19 meaning that pretty much many people panic they want to get the vaccine the first place that you can get into your closest clinic to get the vaccine is october 19 mm. and they're already full and i'm like this yeah. is this this is a mess this is a mess so all those workers that were helping during covid that were doing right. overtime that were heroes that, or not being that's where heroes. 
now you you have until october 15 to be fully vaccinated if not you're gonna go home without pay they won't pay you but still keep your title and past one month november 15 if you're still not vaccinated then you're just out of a job wow that is crazy well thank you so much marnell for letting us know all of this no problem take care guys all right thank you bye sis okay let me go ahead it's a this is a lot to unpack with joyce oh my goodness but you know what? It's crazy because it's happening here in America too. Yeah. I'm a lot of trying to figure out what is the goal here because at least for America, like we're just going to have a bunch of shortages cuz yeah. people won't take it. They're not just going to be like, "Okay, I'll take it cuz you know, they say I need to take it to work at this job." No, people will literally just quit and then go beyond that um unemployment check but even unemployment has ended too for a lot of people so it's going to be very interesting you know because a lot of these yeah. people are being put between a rock and a hard show, hard place to kind of decide are you going to get it and when you play with people's livelihoods and you try to mix your words well we're not saying that it's mandatory but if you're telling me if i don't get it i'll be fired in a month that's basically telling me that it's mandatory you can try and make it sound sweet but that's what it boils down to. Yeah. And I think it's really sad. So let me go ahead and bring on uh, Bree Lee. Bree, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Katie, hey, everybody. Hi, how are you? Can you hear me? I'm doing good, and you? So um, <clears throat> I'm, of course, in the States, uh, but uh, my mom, she works for the feds with the post office, to be more specific. And she, of course, called me early this morning and was talking about how, you know, the president is supposed to go on TV and talk about federal workers are now needing to be vaccinated or whatnot. So she went into work today and what she got from one of her management was legally they can't force you to get that shot however you can tell one of two things in order to keep your job number one is i'm deferring it for two years until the clinical trials are done and the data has been analyzed and available so i can exercise informed consent and number two would be i will need a legal representative present for the head of this department to sign assumption of liability just in case i have a reaction of some sort so um, that's quite interesting because, I mean, from my whole take on it, if you decide to do neither, your job is going to be at risk either way it goes. And I don't understand the whole need of pushing this whole vaccine when, again, the virus itself, from when you reported it, it only came out in March of 2020. And moving forward, it hasn't even been a whole year or two years yet. And they're just now forcing all of these vaccines on everybody. There hasn't been a significant amount of testing. I know I saw a lot of, like, um, news reports and articles about some people having, like, thyroid issues following the shots where they've either had to have a thyroidectomy done, either partial or full, or just even long-going chronic issues. And my thing is this, if you cannot legally sue these companies for creating these vaccines in order, you know, if you do so, so happen to succumb to some issue, why are you forcing it on the people? And my mom is an older woman, you know, and she still has a few years away before she can even retire. She likes her independence and, you know, uh, I have siblings that also we all said like, hey, mom, you can come stay with us if you decide you don't want to work anymore. But I just feel like it's not only affecting the younger people, but the older people, too, who are still self-sufficient and can do things outside of, 
you know, work. So I just find it to be quite ridiculous. I know one of the other callers um, had a kid. I had my baby right in the pandemic itself. Like it was March and my baby was due in April and I actually had him two months early. And for me to experience that and not be able to have like a nice thing like you know for having my family come and see the baby that all this stuff is just a mess i'm completely over this stuff i'm tired of hearing about the mass i'm tired about hearing about the vaccines i just want to be over with and unfortunately for me i don't see it being done anytime soon and it's very sad it is it definitely is well thank you so much brie for calling in with that information yeah um it looks like they're definitely they're 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 definitely going after people's livelihoods to mm-hmm. Yeah, I just people, want people to know anybody that does work in feds. I don't know because I mean I'm in Arizona, so I don't know um if it affects other states yet, but that was just a little piece of information for anybody that's wondering like if you're gonna use lose your job right away. It sounds like they're gonna give like a two year grace period for you to decide if you wanna do it or not, or you can um file for an exemption of liability. So yeah. Okay. All right. Well thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. So let me go ahead and bring on May. May, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, T. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Okay. I don't know if you remember me, but the first time we did this meeting, I also spoke. I am from the Netherlands. Okay. Yep. I do remember. I remember the accent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So um, if you remember, I spoke the first time I spoke about the new laws that they were pushing while they were distracting us with a murder and mm-hmm. with other news. And so the law was uh, in a crisis uh, when there's a pandemic or whatever, we can take away possessions from people. That's literally what the law says. And now what they're doing is they want to take away land from farmers in the Netherlands. They're taking they, away people's farmland. Yes, they say uh, they are the reason uh, for the climate change. What? Yes. Every day the newspapers are talking about climate change and farmers. It's because of the cows and it's because of the, the we eat too, meat, uh, too much meat. We should stop eating meat. So This is total control at this point. Yes. Now they're controlling what people eat in their diet. Yes. And I don't eat meat, so I'm not coming from... You know, I, I don't yeah. care, mm-hmm. you know, but if people want to eat a burger, that yeah. should be their right. So where, where yeah. does this end? You're telling uh, me I uh, need th- this is This is body. just the beginning. This is yeah, just the beginning. <laughs> you're forcing me to be a vegetarian and I don't yes. want to be one. Where yes. does this end? Yeah. Wow. And that's uh, because I couldn't, I, I, I never saw like the link between COVID and taking my position. I was like, huh? How? Why? <laughs> because I'm sick, you're going to take away my home? Or no, I didn't understand. But now. And you there's... know what's so funny? I don't know if mm-hmm. they did this in, in Netherlands, but in America, mm-hmm. uh, Carol is bringing this up in the in the green room chat. They yeah. were paying farmers to destroy their crops. Yeah. yeah. Did I you see, guys yeah. see those yes. videos? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. And then, and then you go to the grocery store and there's no broccoli. But you're yes. telling the farmers to destroy the broccoli crops and then there's a yes. shortage. Like, what is going on? Like, everything I'm seeing is so backwards because obviously there's a shortage on the food supply here in America. And I'm mm-hmm. assuming over there and, you know, around the world. Yes, it but is. then you're it's telling it. farmers to destroy their crops, to pour out yes. their milk, to crack because their it's, eggs. It's all, it's all related. They want us to be sick. They want us to be ill. They want us to be they- dependent on the pharma industry. 
Yeah, they do. They want us to depend on And them. it's only possible if we cannot eat healthy. We cannot eat natural. They want us to eat all GMO, all... Everything must must be fake and... I, I don't know. I, I went to three butchers because I'm originally from Morocco. I was born in Morocco, but I was raised in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I go to an Islamic butcher to get meat. It's empty. Everything is empty. Wow. And wow. when I ask them, like, what happened? The sheep didn't have children anymore. They don't have lambs. They, what, what happened? He said, I don't know. I just can't order it. Wherever I go, I, I can't order lamb chops. I can't order whatever I ask for. They oh, don't my goodness. Mm-hmm. But this the supermarkets so cool. are still full. Ha- but mm-hmm. like the small shops, you know, the, the privately owned shops, they don't have anything. Mm-hmm. But the main supermarkets that are yes. ran by the government mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff, those are full yes. what they want. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I see people saying, well, yeah, just grow your own food. I mean, yeah. it sounds it sounds easy to write that. It's a lot easier to write, grow your own food. But when mm-hmm. you think about it, we come from a generation, like we're not a generation of farmers, you guys. Like, we like, are. Like, we're just not. I, you know, I just got to keep it real. I'm learning how to plant. I, I know how to plant certain things. I'm good with certain things. I don't have enough food I can grow to even feed my family. I had an okra plant. I think the whole season I got eight okras. You know, so it's like, everybody's like, start your own garden. And granted, that might be an option for some people, but that's not an option for everyone. No, and no. even if you want to grow your own food, you, you have to make sure you have the real seed and not the genetically modified yep. seed. Yeah. Yep. And, the and real also the right government. Now, mm-hmm. Yeah, also the government is stopping people, like those yes. who privately own, like they grow their own food. They're mm-hmm. stopping them from making food. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you can't just say, oh, grow your own food when the government is also trying to stop you from growing. Yes, your own food. I, I know from the States that there are some places it's forbidden by law to grow your own food. Yeah, yeah in certain states. And, and remember in 2020, I had posted on Instagram. Remember, people were sending me pictures when they were going to Walmart. They were not able to buy seeds. Mm-hmm. They were saying mm-hmm. that seeds weren't an essential item. Yeah. So it's almost like, you know, but, but, but alcohol was necessary, right? Right. (laughs) Exactly. Shops were Mm -hmm. open, you know, the dispensaries, you know, were necessary, but you know, seeds, no, not necessary. Not at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a lot going on. Wow. It's, it's not just the vaccine. It's, they are distracting us with the mandate and the vaccine and, putting people against each other, but in the meanwhile, they are busy with other things and mm-hmm. it's, it's all related. It's all related. And I wanted to say, I'm not, I don't want to scare anybody. I don't want, I'm pro-choice. Everybody has to do what they think they have to do. But one of my friends uh, died just after her second vaccine. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. I'm 42 years. Yeah. Thanks. And she left four children. 42 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what made her go get the vaccine? Was it her job? Was no, traveling. To do it? Traveling. Travel. Yes, mm. yes. Because she is originally from Turkey. So she went a lot to Turkey to visit family and just for trips. Mm. Right. And she got her first vaccine. And then she, she had this bad headache, like really bad. Mm-hmm. She went to the doctor twice. They gave her antibiotics because they say there's no correlation between the vaccine and your headache 
And the third time they told her it's a migraine. And then she started throwing up because of the Ooh. pain. Then they, wow. um, that's, uh, th they told her it's stress. You, you work too much and you have four children and uh, there's nothing wrong with you. And after she fainted, they took her to the hospital, did a scan and they found a brain tumor. And it was just after oh. she had the second vaccine. Wow. That is so scary. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and the sad part is her story is not going to be told on the news. No, no nobody's no. going to share her story. No. Nobody's going to say because at the end of the day, what happened to her was a side effect. And that's all yeah. I'm saying is just be honest. As much mm -hmm. as many people get the vaccine and they have nothing wrong with them, that's great. Mm -hmm. But yes. be honest about the ones who've gotten it and they yeah. died or they've yeah. gotten sick. You know, mm -hmm. just like when it's an unvaccinated person dying, they're digging through their tweets. They're digging yeah. through mm -hmm. their social media yes. profile just to yeah. clown them and mm -hmm. say, well, that's what they get because they weren't vaccinated. But then when it's somebody who's vaccinated and they die, it's crickets. Mm -hmm. no, yeah. Nothing is being reported. The same goes for those who catch COVID and nothing happens to them and they're still yeah. fine and still living. Yeah. Right. They don't like to report on that either. Because mm -hmm. I, I honestly, I've known more people now at this point who have the vaccine who have mm -hmm. still caught COVID. And last year, the people I knew who caught COVID, they were fine. Um, one of yeah. my relatives, they had COVID. They didn't even have to go to the hospital. They were asymptomatic. To this day, I don't even think the test was correct. My mom. Because literally, they were not sick at all. Nothing happened to them. But they don't report that. It's just if you catch COVID, you're automatically going to be on the in the ICU on a ventilator. Yep. Absolutely not. Yeah. That's not everybody's situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like my mom, she caught COVID last year. I was like, literally, she was home real sick and I had to take care of her. I never caught COVID, but she did. But then she got better. She didn't have to go to no hospital, no nothing. It mm -hmm. was it literally was like maybe two weeks and then she was better. Yeah, it's right. strange because one of my best friends had COVID and she didn't notice it. She just had a little a sore throat. That's it. But mm -hmm. she was so eager to have it because she wanted, she don't want to take the vaccine. And she says, if I do have COVID, I have something in my blood against it. So I don't have to take Natural the vaccine. Natural immunity. <laughs> Natural yeah. immunity. Yeah. So yeah. She, she went to get a test. First, she did a home test because she doesn't trust the PCR test also. So she did a home test. It was positive. Then she went to her doctor and she said, I have COVID. I need the certificate. She didn't care about COVID. She just wanted the certificate. <laughs> <laughs> and she really had just a sore throat for two or three days. That's it. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. thing is, everything is so vast. And that's what I want people to understand is that don't let the media fear monger you. You know, mm -hmm. don't let them feel like, oh, if you catch COVID, you're like this horrible, dirty person mm -hmm. and all this mess, and you're going to die. That is not the case. That's why I hate when they say, oh, if you take the vaccine, you're less likely to die. You're mm -hmm. less likely to be sick. BS. Because no. there's people that I know who had COVID last year before there was ever a vaccine invented, and they were just fine. Everybody's yeah. case is different. Granted, mm -hmm. yes, many people did die from it, but many people also caught it and did not die. And I think that's where it's very unfair with the reporting, just like yeah. with the people getting the vaccine and thinking, oh, this is my shield of armor. And then when they get COVID after being vaccinated, they're calling the 1-800 number, cussing out the, you know, the customer service rep. Like, I got mm -hmm. the vaccine. How dare I catch COVID? Because it's being spun to them as if once you get the vaccine, you'll never catch COVID. And that's not the case. No, you're still just as susceptible as anybody else.
especially yeah, just with look, the variants just look coming at out. Israel, Israel and Gibraltar are the most vaccinated people are in those countries, and they have the highest rates of COVID now. Yeah, yeah, and they're the most vaccinated, yeah. and I believe their high rates do because they got the vaccine, and it's in and they system. already had the third booster, and Israel is now ready for the fourth. Wait, what? They have the they yeah. already have the third. Yeah, in Israel they already gave the third. Yeah. Yeah, and they're not yeah, preparing they're for the fourth booster. Yeah, yep. And a lot of people are upset, but yeah. there's nothing that Israeli people can do. So mm-hmm. again, it goes back to moving the goalposts. It went from yeah. okay, us getting the vaccination. Even Dr. Fauci is working on a third booster for the winter. But I'm like, well, what yeah, about all the people that, that you told right to vaccinate just a few months ago, and they went ahead and did it? They weren't signing up for a booster. So does that exactly. mean that people have to keep getting injected every year now? I'm not like doing that. No. no, no, just like the flu shot. I took the flu shot once and never again. I'm mm-hmm. not taking no booster for no vaccine. I took the vaccine once. I'm done. No, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's it's a shame. Well, thank you so much for Connie and Maydee. And I'm very You're sorry welcome. once again. Condolences you. to your friend and thank you for sharing your story. Thank you. Thank you. Stay safe, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, let me go ahead. Anissa, if you want to go ahead and um, unmute your microphone. Good afternoon, everyone. Hello. Hello. Right. And T, first of all, thank you for pronouncing it correctly. It is Anissa, like Lisa. All right, I did it. <laughs> right. So I am calling them from Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean. Okay. And girl, as we say here, is Bacchanal. <laughs> Yeah, I, like, I love the accent. Yeah, it's Bacchanal. Um, our children are being vaccinated right now, 12 years old to 18, and it's a, a big point of contention because teachers are not being asked to, um, what's the word, um, reveal their vaccination status, but... Um, we are being threatened that if the if the, we don't reach a particular quota of 12 to 18 year olds, which is the secondary school population or high school, as you all say, mm-hmm. if we don't reach a particular quota by the middle of October, then we will continue with virtual classes for the rest of the year and indefinitely. Um, right now we are doing virtual school, um, but we're hoping to um start back in house for um what we call forms for um five and six which is like senior secondary school senior high school students mm-hmm. um, so a lot of parents are very upset about that our teachers union um they are also very upset about that because the ministry of education is also proposing um like a hybrid situation and we are not equipped for that here just yet Mm -hmm. so it's it's really an issue i am a teacher as well in the secondary school system but privately now our political situation here too um is based along along racial and what and what you could call tribal lines our major ethnic groups are african and east indian and so we vote along those lines and a lot of what we do here are along those lines. 
and so um getting the vaccine and going to school and opening up certain sectors all of that too is a point of contention with regards to the vaccine and our prime minister and his political party but um he too he a lot of people are calling him a dictator because of the way that he speaks he is very straightforward even you might even say aggressive so he mm -hmm. point blank to parents get your children vaccinated or the government will step in and huh? we will do what we have to do for the children and oh, no. our parents oh, yeah really? that's how we spoke that's how we spoke to that's how we spoke to the nation get your children vaccinated um i'm not pleased with and he spoke to certain sectors like that too national security the health sector um teachers as well he's not happy with the vaccination rate as it is and if you all don't vaccinate your children the government will step in and do what they have to do it sounds like they're going to force the vaccination on these kids it's, 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 it's already okay. like that no it's but already... when they step in like if they go like let's say they go you know if they have in-person school well as soon as your kid comes in they get in the shot that's how it sounds like yeah and um well to get into school here it, it is already low that you have to get certain vaccinations like for yellow fever tetanus mm -hmm. and so on so they're pushing that as well the children already have to be vaccinated in order to get into schools so what is the big deal but again just like all over the world people do not trust the vaccine because of how quickly it was developed and mm -hmm. all of the the players in the background we know them i don't have to go through the names but mm -hmm. things look suspicious and people have a right to be scared now they're talking about um safe zones in in certain sectors like opening back up cinemas they want to have a safe zone opening back up the bars they want to have a safe zone beaches because right now our beaches have been closed for a while too um all of our entertainment spaces and so on so now they're talking about presenting your vaccine card so that you could be able to access these areas and i'm telling my husband well i will have to laminate mine because i took the vaccine because i told you i'm a teacher and mm -hmm. when i saw them vaccinating that particular age group i said well it's only it's going to be inevitable that i will have to get the vaccine more or less because i didn't want to get it right but okay. i took it so now they're talking about these safe zones and um to be able to access them you'll have to have your vaccine card and then well you know that we are a twin island republic so yeah. we are wondering if to visit our sister isle and if our um sister citizens to visit visit here if we will have to present our vaccination cards too is a real mess wow you know and this is i think what is so um i'm just soaking in everything that you're saying i think what is just so amazing to me with everybody who's called in today because we've had people calling you're from trinidad mm -hmm. and tobago the other young lady from the netherlands people calling in from nigeria america everybody has that same like i'm not gonna say fear but that same concern right yeah because fear is a mm -hmm. manifestation Everybody has the same concern. So everybody can't be crazy. Even yeah, if you have exactly. the vaccine mm -hmm. or don't have the vaccine, regardless if you're in the States or in Canada, everybody has the same hesitancy. Why is that not okay anymore? 
it, it, it's like, mm-hmm. it's just insane. Let me tell you, and I want to apologize to all of the gentlemen who are in the room, but um, with regards to the it affecting your menstruation, right now I'm menstruating. I took it in August, about three, four weeks ago. And I am naturally a heavy bleeder because I have a hormonal imbalance. But this month is really, really different. I'm fatigued. I, I am supposed to do laundry. I know how long I can't get it yet. I'm naturally lazy. But I, I want to, but it's like I just can't move. I, I'm mm. bleeding heavily. Mm. I'm, I'm feeling fatigued. And I, 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 I suffer with depression too. But I, I don't know if it's affecting me psychologically too because I'm feeling very, deple- very depressed. I mean, there, there are other fa- factors too. But I don't know if it's having that kind of effect on me. Because I took AstraZeneca, so um, I think I want to do some more research and see if there are any psychological side effects to these um, these vaccines. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and we'll definitely be keeping you in prayer because I know a um, lot of people right now are going through it mentally, emotionally, spiritually, because so much of this stuff even ties back to the Bible. And things that mm-hmm. were tied as child, the mark of the beast. So it's like, yes. it just makes your mind just spin like, what is going on? This is not the when same the pan- of yesteryear. It's just not. When the pandemic started, I told my husband, I said, babe, this is the ushering in of the new world order. They're priming mm-hmm. us so that when that time comes, you're so broken mentally, emotionally, physically spiritually that anything that they they throw away is just like you know what i just want some relief so i will do whatever i have to do to you know live and and have some Mm -hmm. peace of mind i don't want to stay too long but i just want to throw out one more thing because i know you like to go on a deep level and um i was thinking that i believe that whatever agenda that they have every country in this world has a particular quota of Mm -hmm people that have to be vaccinated in order for this agenda to be fulfilled. Because y'all in America, y'all donated um, vaccines. Actually, our prime minister organized it because he w- was the head at, of CARICOM at the time. Um, uh, we have a, a, like a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, all the, the heads of state and all in the Caribbean, they form themselves into a body called CARICOM. And they work together to achieve certain goals for all of the island states. And so he was the um, the chairman at the time and organized for us to get vaccine, vaccines donated from America here. But um, about a month or two ago, uh, one of our high-ranking soldier or Marine or somebody visited here because you all donated a, um, a, a uh, hospital too that they set up in one of our national stadiums, right? Because we had a had a very high um, COVID um, positivity rate. So he came and he wanted to see what the what the hospital was doing and the vaccine and and whatever. And I said they they probably come to make sure that uh, we are filling our vaccine quota. I believe these people and others have like these kind of mastermind. Um, Austin Powers meeting, calling in and they're talking about all the agendas that they want to fulfill worldwide and 
everybody has a quota that they have to contribute in order for this particular agenda to be passed through. That's my my theory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that makes a lot of sense because even the fact that they're saying that the teachers have to make sure that the students are vaccinated. Why mm -hmm. this huge push? And it's, yeah. you know, like in Canada, like they were telling Marnell, oh, if your friends are not vaccinated, tell them, go to their homes, let them know. But literally, um, they they only have in one Providence in Canada, only 13% unvaccinated. So that means the majority of people are vaccinated. Why do you need that remaining 13% vaccinated? And so we are saying that here too, if you are vaccinated, if you are vaccinated, why are you afraid of the unvaccinated? You you are supposed to be covered. You are supposed to be okay. So then why are you Preach. so concerned with, with unvaccinated uh, people who are unvaccinated? My husband is unvaccinated because he's much older than I. Are we sleeping in the same bed? We make love. We kicky and kick in each other. That means laughing <laughs> in each other's <laughs> face. <laughs> Sorry, my lingo coming out. <laughs> Um, yeah, and we, we are not worried about him given he actually works outside and comes home every night. And I am here all day. And I am not worried about him bringing COVID for me. Right. Right. It's just a divide and conquer. This mm -hmm. what it boils down to. It's a divide and conquer technique. But, um, Anissa, I very much appreciate you calling in from the island and talking to Thank us. Thank you. And just, you know, letting us know what's going on because so many times, in the Caribbean, we don't hear any news. Nothing really gets out mm -hmm. here in the States. So I'm always happy when I see people from the islands calling in and letting us know because we don't want to forget about you guys either. Thank you. I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm always listening. Um, Godspeed with your health. Congratulations on your new house. And Thank I know you. you were feeling a bit down the other day thinking that, you know, what you're doing doesn't matter. Don't think that. I look out for you every day, but I know you have a life. You have your children to see about. So I know you can't be on every day, but what you do matters. All right. Thank so take so care, everyone. Thank you. I really appreciate you calling in. You have a good day. You too. Take care. Bye. Wow. She came through and she dropped some truth bombs. Yeah. She really did. Like she said, she's vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, what are you scared of? You know, Honestly, so she, like, <laughs> yeah. No, she said some really deep things and it's and it's so true what she's saying is that a lot of this is taking a toll on people's mental health it's a lot when you it wake up is, and, it's, yeah. and you don't even know what your life is going to be in a week is your job going to tell you hey if you don't get the vaccine you're fired and you don't even know like okay i've been at my job for 10 years what do you mean i'll be fired if i don't get it like this is causing a lot of stress and as we all know stress and fear manifests into sickness and i mm -hmm. feel like that's why they're pushing a lot of this stuff so, yeah, it's very draining, very, very draining. So let's go ahead and bring on a few more people. Um, uh, I'm a Rhett Cruz. If you want to go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, T. Hi, everyone. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. So I wanted to share um, because I've pretty much been open about my stance on not wanting to be vaccinated on my social media accounts. And because mm -hmm. of it, um, I've had friends. I'm pregnant. I'm due actually in three weeks. And, okay. Um, mm -hmm. A couple of my friends who are also expecting really soon, they've reached out to me personally and asked um, because I guess where they go to their OBs, they're 
feel like they're being forced to take the vaccination by their doctors. And mm-hmm. they've asked me for like advice and how, you know, they can either change doctors because I guess also where the hospital where they'll be giving birth that their partners. So like their baby's fathers, they have to be vaccinated at those hospitals in order for them to even be in their room for like the delivery. Like not Yeah. So now your baby's father, husband, whoever is coming with you, they have to be vaccinated. But a year ago, if your baby was born in 2020, this vaccine wasn't even around. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Cause where I'm, where I'm going to be giving birth, they're not, um mandating like vaccines for you know the baby's father it's either like if you're vaccinated then you're fine and if you're not fully vaccinated then you have to get a covid test or if you're not vaccinated at all then you have to give a covid test but with my friends where they're going to be giving birth like you like their partners have to be vaccinated not even like a negative test is gonna let them be in the delivery room Wow. Wow. And they've asked me, like, well, what should they do? And, you know, I'm not a medical professional. I don't really know, you know, much about all that information. I just told them, you know, unfortunately, you're going to have to do your own research and maybe, you know, go look at other hospitals, maybe even change, you know, your OB if you don't feel comfortable wanting to take the vaccine. And if your partner doesn't want to take the vaccine, it's unfortunate, you know, it's something that they have to do. But, you know, like, I don't know. I didn't know what else advice to give them. And I'm in mm-hmm. California. Oh, because you're in Cali. Oh, so I heard this Cali. Yeah, Cali's just insane. Um, Gavin yeah. Newsom, he better hug the child. <laughs> I know they're trying to do that recall. I can really, I mean, I think at this point, people in Cali are so tired. I'm scared they're like ready and willing to flip the red because they're so over like the nonsense that's going on from the economy to the food shortage to this vaccine. Um, I heard today uh, from people in Cali, they were sending me emails saying that basically they're mandating that the children in California not be vaccinated to go to schools. Yeah. Um, I, cause my son, he's in first grade. So, He's not of the age, you know, where they're going to be getting the, the vaccine. But um, I have a nephew. He just turned uh, 12 in April. And mm-hmm. his school, where they're going, as of right now, they said that they're not going to do, like, mandatory vaccines. But yet the school district keeps putting out, like, information, like, oh, like, just so you know, like, our schools offer, like, clinics to give the students the vaccine. Yeah, that's exactly what they're saying. And a lot of people are really upset. I mean, we see what's going on in in Trinidad, but now it looks like it's trickling to America where they're saying that your child has to be fully vaccinated with the COVID vaccine. And I know people say, well, what's the difference? You have to have a vaccine card, you know, for measles, mumps and rubella and all that other stuff that we used to have to do to go to school. But again, you can't compare a vaccine that's been around for years and years that's been tried and tested to something that just came out. Well, I'm going to just put air quotes around that. Came out about 10 to 11 months ago because at this point, mm-hmm. like I've said at the beginning of the stream, this is bigger than the vaccine. It's not, To me, it's no longer about the vaccine. And you it cannot tell me. Else. Yeah, either this vaccine was made far in advance because they knew the whole COVID situation was going to happen with the lab in Wuhan. And more information mm-hmm. is leaking out with Anthony Fauci and, and all that stuff. Y'all can go research that. 
So either they knew this far enough in advance to have this vaccine ready, because under no normal circumstance would they be pushing a vaccine that's only been out less than a year. So this vaccine had to already been worked on for years in advance. And if they were working on this in years in advance, that means they knew about COVID. That means that all of this stuff was done on purpose. That's where my mind is going at this point in time, because it is ridiculous what is going on, not only here in America, but globally. And this is why I do these shows, because I want to hear from people all over the world. So you guys just are seeing proof of what's going on in every facet of the world at this point. It's not by happenstance. No, that's not. Well, um, Fred, I really appreciate you calling in and giving us that information because I had no idea that was even going on right now with a lot of pregnant women. Because I remember the last time we had some pregnant people call in, they were saying that it was more or less like a choice and they were trying to wait because they don't know how it's going to affect the baby in utero. And now you're saying that some doctors are now pressuring them to get the vaccine. Yeah, like my doctor, like I love her and she has not even like, you know, mentioned it to me, like offered it or even asked like, oh, do you want to get vaccinated? Do you not want to get vaccinated? And I'm like Mm -hmm. I said, I'm three weeks away from my due date. So at this point, I don't think it's it's even an option for her to, you know, even bring it up now. But um, it's just so sad when I see like other women trying to reach out to me because like again, I said, I'm not a medical professional. I don't know anything about all that but when they're coming to me and telling me that they feel unsafe and worried that their doctors are pretty much like forcing them to get the vaccination and they don't feel like that is something that they want to do it's just really sad because then i've seen comments of people saying oh well if you're pregnant and if you got the vaccine you're a bad mom or if you're pregnant and you didn't get the vaccine you're a bad mom so you know it's yeah it's it's just more nonsense than the yeah it's sad well, thank you again, and good luck with your pregnancy. Congratulations on the bundle of joy if I don't talk to you in three weeks. But, um, oh, thank you. you know, just good luck, and thank you so much for calling in, sis. And I just had just a question, like, if anyone else, uh-huh. you know, has been experiencing the same thing, like, knowing if pregnant women, like, where they're from are being forced to take it, or if the partners of the baby, you know, like, have to take it in order for them to be in the delivery room. Because I've only just heard of just what my friend said, and like I said, I'm from California, so if anybody else knows of any other places that are like that. Yeah, they can definitely go ahead and write it in the chat. I would jump in there and see if anybody's going through the same thing. But um, let me go ahead. Thank you, T. And thank you, everybody. Hope everybody's good. (laughs) Thank you. Um, we're going to go for like another 10 minutes. Uh, it's almost three o'clock. So let me go ahead and um, bring on Michael. Leslie, if you want to go ahead and unmute your mic. Hey, T. Hey, everybody. It's Nickel. Oh, Nick, child. I'm yeah. sorry. I said Michael. This it looks okay, like Michael. Yeah. But yeah, it's my Nickel. dad's name is Michael. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's a different All spelling. Right. How are you? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Hanging in there. All right, but I just want to come to y'all. Y'all are asking questions, but um, I guess I just want to state this. I'm part of another group where there's different people who do research as well as studies based on what's going on, what's going on with the laws. Back in 2012, Mm -hmm. the Supreme Court with the United States, they did something. They had a syllabus called the Association for Molecular Pathology versus Myred Genetics. So to me, what I'm saying is that basically anything that's a myriad or whatever's going on in your body has a potential 
to, um, I guess, change your DNA. Now, I'm looking at this paperwork and I have it right here in front of me. Um, back then, there was another memorandum in 2011 that patent um, examining corps, they did a patent on for different, um, I guess, viruses or medicines or so. To me, this is a biological, not biological. To me, this is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Bioweapon? Yes, that's it. Whether mm -hmm. y'all want to believe it or not, but once something is going in your body it, and it alters your DNA, technically it's a patent. I don't want to scare anybody, but that's what it is. So again, it, everybody has a choice to do whatever they feel they have to do. But again, once you put something in your body, which they are giving this mandate or pushing you to get, again, you no longer belong to you. The, the thing is in your body and it's already patent. Again, mm. that's an indirect way to control. And I have the paperwork in front of me. So this is going way back, 2011, 2013. Again, once, if we're not hearing it and we don't see it, we don't know it. So I'm just letting you know, letting y'all know. Again, before y'all take something, just like the, the drugs we could go get in the grocery store or CVS or whatever, we can see the ingredients. Don't be afraid to ask what's in these, what's in this so-called um, COVID tests or COVID medicines that they're giving us. We can ask. Right. Why are we so trusting of people who are saying, okay, this is supposed to cure us all the way? Until you can tell me what's in it, then I'll be okay to take it. Otherwise, then I'd stop pushing it. Again, I'm not trying to fault anybody for taking it, but don't be afraid to ask what's in this. I don't know how it goes for other countries, but all I can say is that y'all really study your laws. Even going, going way back, don't just accept these laws that they're stating. There are always other laws previously to combat certain laws that they are putting in the forefront. Again, that's what they're doing to control. Um, I just want to say this for Nisa. Thank you for coming in. I always ask my parents what's going on in Trinidad, but they don't tell me. And you broke it down. I guess they don't want us to be fearful, me and my siblings. But with Trinidad, mm. y'all need to study. Again, y'all are automatically supposed to be nationals because Trinidad and Tobago is a republic. So y'all study that. I don't know how it goes for other countries, but study on becoming nationals. And with that, I'm done. Y'all take it easy. All right. Nichols came through and dropped some hot tea, came through with some receipts. Thank you so much, sis. We appreciate you. Thank you. Um, let me go ahead and bring on Jazz S. Jazz, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, y'all. And thank you, T, as usual, for always keeping it really real and giving us the, the absolute truth of what's going on around the world. So Definitely. I had couple different things that um, I've kind of dropped some of these in the um, in the discord before but I definitely wanted to highlight them here uh, for everybody else who maybe hadn't got a chance to see them uh, I grew up in a household that was a big end times book of revelation conspiracy theory home and so there was a lot of stuff that I found out about growing up that I didn't pay as much attention to until real recently but one thing that my mom had highlighted for us a few years back, because I think the book came out in 97, was this book called The Sustainable Prince. And it was about Prince Charles, but it was highlighting this um, sustainability, save the earth rhetoric that started with Prince Philip, who, of course, we know passed away this past year. And... Um, their big thing uh, to the point, uh, I forgot what that one caller from the Netherlands name was again, but she had 
was talking about how um, everything's going back to climate change, going about to save the earth. The sustainability agenda that Prince Philip, Prince Charles had been pushing even back in the 70s, 80s, but they got real bold about it in the 90s, was really just this idea that population growth was kind of the, the biggest problem facing humanity, period. And so I just thought that was really interesting, especially when you highlighted the 2012 Olympics. And I thought it was really funny that the last caller mentioned 2012. You meant you highlighted that very bizarre opening scene from the yeah with the nurses dancing and the kids in the hospital beds. Yep, and that yes. was in London. That was in London, mm-hmm. and I thought it was really, really interesting that they had like Mary Poppins, a lot of Mary Poppins kind of rhetoric. I mean, I, I guess imagery in that whole thing because if you remember, what was Mary Poppins? famous for that song about a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. So I'm like, what, what are they trying to like subtly push in there? But, um, but yeah, so those are my, my main thoughts. But my last thought is just that with religion, with these whole, whole religious exemptions, I really feel some kind of way about that because I genuinely don't know a single religion that has something specifically about, a vaccine being something that their religion doesn't support. And so it's just creating another way to put an us versus them for the vax population against anybody who claims a religion, you know? So those are my thoughts, but thank okay. you Kelly, as usual. Definitely. And thank you so much for calling in sis. Thanks. You too. So what I'm going to do, we're going to go just a little bit longer. Um, everybody just try and keep it to about five minutes so we can get in as much calls as we can because um, we're almost at the two-hour mark. So let me go ahead and bring on Geneva Moore. Geneva said she had something to say. Geneva, go ahead and unmute your mic. Hi, T. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Good, good. Thank you for allowing me to speak. Um, I just wanted to get something off my chest because it's just been bothering me. Um, I'm 11 weeks pregnant. Um, I'm based here in the States, uh, specifically in New York, and I work for the state, uh, one of the state's legislative bodies for the New York State Assembly. Um, Last week, there was, they had a special session, and I happened to be reading the news and noticed that two assembly members who were vaccinated tested positive for COVID. And during that time, it was mentioned about you know, vax your vaccination status, but it wasn't really clear. Didn't really hear much about it. Um, and this week on Tuesday, they sent out an email pretty much notifying people to provide their vaccination status by the next day. And then if you were unvaccinated, to let them know as soon as possible. So I am I opted to not be vaccinated because I'm pregnant. I don't really know what the side effects would be for myself and for my child. And um, in response, I asked some questions, right, because there was no real protocol. And I was hearing different things from my fellow co-workers. And a lot of them are vaccinated and they are also very frightened, which kind of confuses me a little bit. But, um, you know, I asked about, you know, when an exposure happens in the office, how would that be handled? You know, is there going to be like cleaning of, you know, items that everyone is touching? You know, I wipe down my desk and my phone every day and light switches and common things that are touched, um, you know, is there going to be a procedure for vaccinated people, 
as they can, you know, have the virus and also transmit it. And the response I got was very like dry. There was no real answers provided. And then at the end of business day, they decided to let all unvaccinated people know, you know, that you're going to have to be tested weekly. Um, and, you know, they provided some resources. And if you don't, you know, have a uh, your COVID test turned into them by the Sunday of that week, that you wouldn't be able to come into the office until um, you provided that test. So it was a little frustrating because people do have real concerns, whether they're vaccinated or not vaccinated. And I kind of feel like as the state, I would have hoped that they would have had some type of contingency plan. I, I work as an analyst. So, you know, in the summer times, we don't, you know, we're not in the office. So they've had about three months to come together with something. But the email almost made it seem like, you know, we've been in conversation with you guys, like there was no meeting, you know, there was no inclusion of other people's voices about how they felt about things. And it's just, it's a little disturbing. I'm really worried, you know, like just, I'm a, I'll be a first time mother and, you know, I don't want to lose my job. I want to maintain my health insurance, but it just seems like you just don't know what's going to happen as a result of this. And it also seems like because there were some members that, you know, contracted COVID vaccinated that they're also trying to do a little bit of, you know, covering their asses, not really in our benefit. So it's just, you know, it's, it's frustrating. Um, I haven't, you know, going to the doctor, I haven't had any issues with the doctor trying to push uh, the vaccine on me and my partner, but it's a constant conversation that does come up. Um, and, you know, we both are not interested in going that route. Um, so it's, you know, we want to do a home birth to kind of minimize having any issues in the hospital. Um, you know, I, I noticed one person brought up, you know, about having to be your partner, having to be vaccinated. So, you know, I'm just constantly like praying for my family and praying for my child because I don't know what type of future my child is going to have. And the anxiety around a lot of this is it's really real. Yeah, it's it difficult. really is. And, you know, at this point, it seems like a lot of companies are just making it up as they go. Yes. They don't really have an idea of what's going on, what the plan is. It's just like, tell them whatever to get them out of our hair. Right. And, you know, they, they mandated mask wearing um, for for staff who work for the assembly. But I, I was in conversation with one of my coworkers, and she went downstairs to the HR rep to show her vaccine card. And she said, I had my mask on, but no one else had the mask on in the office. And I guess the rep was looking at her like she was crazy and she was like, well, don't we have a mask mandate? And she was like, oh, it's whatever you feel comfortable with. And it's like, what? what? And, you know, the fact that you can still come to work, even if you're asymptomatic, you know, so it's just like all these different moving pieces that just really don't make sense. And there's no clear information. It's like people have to, to walk in the dark. But if you are unvaccinated, then you're the reason why people are getting sick. You're the reason why we right. have all the rising cases. And it just it just doesn't make sense to me at all. It doesn't. But thank you so much for calling in and sharing that with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you, T. I appreciate it. And I really I love listening to you. I'm a big fan. <laughs> thank you. And good luck with everything with your pregnancy. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. Okay, uh Liania Grace, if you want to go ahead and mute your mic, you said you had some things to say about overseas. Hey T. Uh Yes, I do. Um, wait, one moment. I actually wrote it down so I don't forget. Um, can you can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you perfectly. 
Oh, okay. Um, hi. Um, so, so I am originally from the Fiji Islands, but I live here in California. And so I have families in Fiji, Australia, and New Zealand. And like every time I talk to them, they're like, you know, there's 200 cases and they're all scared. And, you know, I'm trying to, you know, speak my mind and they're just like, like they look at me like, um, like, um, like I'm on something because like everyone there is scared. So, um, whew. so my, um, my friend in Fiji, she hasn't, she hasn't seen her kid in months, like since the lock, uh, the lockdown, um, um, you know, because of the whole pandemic. And okay, let me slow down because I'm kind of um, nervous. Yeah, you sound out of breath. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, t- I had to run in the room. Um, oh, okay. So in Fiji, um, 97% of the population are vaccinated. And that's the, okay. fir- uh, the, the first dose. And the second dose, there's like, um, 50, it's around 53%. And um, so, like I said, my friend hasn't seen her kid because her kid is in another city. So when the lockdown happened, um, they didn't even give a warning, you know, so they can get their kids back or whatever. So um, and then I have a cousin who hasn't seen uh, seen his kid like he, he has three kids and he hasn't um, seen them in like months because of the lockdown. And um, this Australia, is the lockdown that's going on in Australia you're talking about? No, this is in the Fiji Islands. So there's a lockdown what? in the Fiji Islands as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's bad. Okay, it's bad. Like they even have a saying going around, like no, uh, no jab, no job. So like if you don't get the shot, you don't have a job. Um, wow. And yes, it is. It's crazy out there, and that's that's where I'm, I'm from. So it's just sad to pe- I mean, it's sad to see my people. You know that they're all in fear. Um. So in Australia. I have a cousin out there, and she has two kids. Um, she had sent them to see their uh, their in laws, and um, she was trying to get them back because they're in another city. And they said um, uh, they have to pay six thousand because they have to be uh, in quarantine before they come back to their parents. So that's like six thousand, six thousand for both kids. Um, and then um, just for them to travel from one city to another. Yeah. And quarantine. OK. Yeah. Yeah. They have to be in uh, quarantine. And um, my uh, my friend was um, it, he was actually forced to take the vaccine. It, it sounds like like how he was telling me he's in Australia. And so they kept and at work. They kept asking him, like, are you vaccinated? And then when he would say no. And then they would, um, they told him, okay, there's some people coming in tomorrow to like talk to you. <laughs> and it's like, why? Like for what? And um, so like he, he's telling me that you can't be outside for more than an hour and you can't travel more than three miles or like, I, I, like, I don't know what, what's going to happen, but like that's their rule out there. And it, like the same thing is happening. Really appreciate you. Thank you, T. All right. Um, let's go ahead and bring on, because we just have so much time. So just please keep it short to about five minutes. Uh, let's go ahead and bring on um, Universal, God, I was her name, Univergo Soul Sister. 
Go ahead and unmute your mic. I want to call you Universal Soul Circus. <laughs> <laughs> but I always think about it. I mean, that's what, you know, it's universe. That's what I, I always, just be like UVS. UVS. We bring up UVS. U, UVS sisters. You know who you are. <laughs> you know, don't even do it to yourself. But I really, I'm so glad you called on me, T, because I wanted to put my two cents in. I know I'm not overseas. You know, I'm in Boston but um massachusetts or whatever but i got and i wish i could find this paper but i believe i threw it away because that's how fucking upset i was about it my kids started school three weeks ago they go to a charter school and um they sent home this paper and i was already like i wish they was doing this at home learning shit because i had to take you know i was in school t for getting my hair license but i had to take time off because the teenager was doing teen things and then the other three kids, you know, I got a down to a two-year-old. So I had to take time off for my kids to pay attention, to get them back to school and all that. They get to school. They sent home this paper talking about if your kid catches COVID, basically they still got to go to school if they're asymptomatic because there's no online learning. And you sign one way. One way means if I sign saying, yes, they go to school, they get tested every day while they're in school, while they're asymptomatic. And I'm like, where are they going to be? And like, why would they be around other kids? How is this going to happen? Like, there's a place for them. Like, I'm, I'm I'm concerned. And mind you, I can't on the first day of school almost freaked out because I can't go past the front desk. Like, I just went to take a picture of my baby by some balloons and they, bang, 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 you know, yelling at me and shit. So I'm like, OK, so now I'm signing some paper that says that my kid still has to go to school. And if I don't sign it, then they got to stay home for 10 days. There's no remote learning. And I have to go get them checked out at some place or whatever, at like my own place to get them, you know, to make sure that they don't have it. So I call the executive people at school, like, you know, the higher ups, like, what the fuck is this? Because this sounds like DCF, you know, the, you know, they're going to take my kids if because I'm not bringing my kid to school if they have whether they're asymptomatic or not. They're just not going to school if they have COVID. Are you dumb? So. They're like, I don't know nothing about this. I'm reading it to them. And they're like, I don't know about that. I'm concerned even more that you don't know about this. Who the fuck wrote this shit? So now, fast forward, I never signed it. The 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 um the nurse calls me yesterday and says, Your son was in a class of a kid with a kid who now contracted uh COVID. They have COVID. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now, mind you, my mother got cancer. I can't even see my mother. I can't be around her because I've been around my kid. And what if the fuck? You know, he has COVID now. Now, great. Thanks. So she's like, yeah. So I'm, she's like, you never signed that paper. I said, well, the paper never sent, made sense. Did you read it? And she's like, yeah. She's like, well, verbally, she tells me like, you know, it's basically if anybody has COVID, they're not coming to school. They dare to stay home, whether they have a, they're asymptomatic or not. And I said, OK, well, the way you say it to me. I can understand and I get what you're saying. Like, you know, they don't come to school, but if you've been con like my kid was around them, he can still go because he wasn't, he doesn't show any signs of symptoms, but they'll test them every day. That makes sense. I'm agreeing with that. But why doesn't it, why isn't it clear on the paper? Why can't nobody tell me why this paper is reading like this? But you verbally telling me something that I'm, I'm cool with, but on the paper is telling me a whole nother thing. My son comes home yesterday. I said, resend the paper home. I'll fi fine. I'll sign it because verbally she made sense. But on the paper, it didn't. They sent home a mm -hmm. revised paper. They sent home a whole revised paper. I wish I could have I kept that paper so I could have read what they said before they was taking my kids, basically, because they basically saying you got to be out for 10 days and 10 days is like calls for means for calling DCF, the, the, the child of Department of Children and Family. And then they want to come take your kid. I said, no, this is not okay. But that's what I'm 
you know, that's my whole concern about this. Like now my kids still got to go to school around COVID kids. Like that's what I was concerned about. But that's not what it was. Well, that's what the nurse tried to tell me. And then the nurse also, I'm like, she's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm not doing well at all. And I'm I'm over this shit. She said, I'm over this shit too. I'm over being a nurse. I'm over this. She vented to me, sis, real quick. I was like, oh shit. But I appreciated it because at least someone's being real. Because like some other caller said, when I talk about my concerns, everybody looks at me like I'm crazy. I feel like I'm the only one concerned about what I'm concerned about. They're like, no, the, the vaccine's fine. Take it. You'll be fine. You'll be alive. It's like, no. But that's not what the nurse told me. So I was like, I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate someone being, especially a nurse, being real. Right. Over that shit. Well, it's a lot of frustration going on, you know, with a lot of parents in the school system. I am so, so scared and I'm worried about every other parent out there. I'm going to be praying for all of us this school year. That's what I want to say to y'all. Thank you, T, for giving me time. I don't want to take no more time, but I'm going to be praying for every parent out there because I got I'm a mother of four and I'm very concerned as a parent. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for calling in, sis. I appreciate it. No problem. Later, T. All right. Bye. Let me go ahead and bring on Food Goddess. Food Goddess, go ahead and unmute your mic. Hi, Auntie T. Um, I'm from Barbados. Okay. So so what I just wanted to say was I'm completely over this COVID-19 and vaccination whole the whole thing because I'm vaccinated but then there's there was this lady that went viral a few weeks ago and she was Mm -hmm. like oh um unvaccinated people are selfish and next to the third and just like okay hold on wait a minute first of all I took the first um we had AstraZeneca in in Barrios I took AstraZeneca the first dose and when I tell you I could not move. I had shaking. I had chills. Um, it got so bad that I couldn't breathe at one point. Oh my and, gosh. and like I was just on the bed and it was shaking. I was so cold, but I was sweating. And I'm just like things that I don't because I don't get sick like everybody else. I don't catch the flu. I'm good. I'm healthy. And I'm just literally shaking and I'm gasping for air and I also have asthma, but I don't have the same as asthmatic issues. But like, like, I don't have asthma attacks. I haven't had an asthma attack for more than three years. Mm-hmm. So when I take the vaccine and I'm here gasping for breath, and my brother is is standing over me twelve o'clock, twelve o'clock, and two o'clock in the morning, he's scared. He's like, "What was the ambulance number? Oh my god, what's happening?" I'm like, "Okay, um, I can't even respond because I'm gasping for breath." He can't find my inhaler. Everything is going down. I'm like, okay. Um, I got over it after a few days. But then when I get, I got the second shot, fully vaccinated, okay. But we need to also talk about the long-term effects because I realize now mm. that after taking both shots, I can't breathe properly in a mask. It's so hard. Like for me, I understand I have asthma, but after after the, the getting fully vaccinated, I can't breathe in a mask for more than an hour at a time. And that's not you that's not the normal because even before I got vaccinated, I was wearing a mask for hours. I took a flight for five and a half hours and I was flying in a mask. But now that after I'm vaccinated, I can't breathe. So, wow. <laughs> and then also I have chronic migraines. I know I have more migraines that I've had in a month after taking a vaccine lot of than I've had before. Are, 
a lot of people are saying that. Even the Canadian callers were saying that they're getting more migraines as well that they did not have before. And the doctors are dismissing it. The lady that just exactly. called in from the Netherlands, her friends, it started with migraines. Yeah. And then her friend passed. No, you know, not speaking that into the atmosphere, but it, it's something. And these symptoms are not being really discussed and calculated no, and being tracked. It's just, you got the vaccine, you're good to go. Now you can fly, go on about your business. But they're not exactly the side effects and, and being honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And doctors are telling me, oh, it's stress. But I'm saying, I haven't started school as yet, so it can't be stressed, and I'm fine. So what? Am I getting more migraines than I should? And I have to double up on pain medication? That doesn't make sense. Right. <laughs> but I just wanted mm-hmm. to put my two cents. Thanks for the talk, and, you know, congrats on the new house and everything else. Have a good Thank day. Thank you, sis. Thank you for calling, and I appreciate you. Okay. Let me go ahead and bring on Tonya Love. Tonya, go ahead and unmute your mic. Because she might not be ready. Uh, Logan, Logan, go ahead and unmute your mic. Hey, T, how you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good. Um, I just want to come on here and say that I'm actually looking for a new job right now, but I'm kind of scared because it's like a lot of these jobs, they're making it a requirement. Like, they're starting to make it mandatory. And it's like, even if they're not making it, yeah, even if they're not making it like, mandatory now, at some point it is, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of these, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like, and they just now finishing unemployment. And it's like, you know, a lot of people going to be searching for jobs. That's why I'm feeling like they're going to try to make it mandatory. So it's like, well, you can't work unless you have the shot. You know what I'm saying? And I, what kind I, of what kind of job are you like job field are you in? Um, I'm actually in school to be a firefighter. But like right now, I'm just looking for something while for I'm anything. in school. Yeah. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? But I work at the Hard Rock. And it's owned by Native Americans, but I know that they're not going to make it mandatory because, like, the Hard Rock, they don't have to go through federal laws and they don't have to go through the government. You know what I'm saying? They can do what they want to do. And I'm scared. I'm even hearing now, somebody uh, posted this on my Instagram yesterday, they're looking for housing. And they're now saying that certain apartments are telling you you cannot even apply in their apartment complex if you're not vaccinated. So this is getting real, you guys. This is not just people being crazy and, oh, you guys are just over-exaggerating. This is really affecting people now. When you have apartment complexes saying, don't even apply here if you're not vaccinated. You have jobs saying, don't even apply here if you're not vaccinated. What are people to do? Yeah, because like, there is a segment of the population that can't get vaccinated. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's giving something for something, like, in order to get this, you got to be vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? If you want this, you got to be vaccinated. You want to work, you got to be vaccinated. It's like, it's not right. You know what I'm saying? And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm 21 I'm 21 years, years old. You know what I'm saying? And it's okay. like, even though I'm 21 years old, I don't know how it's going to take a toll on my body. You know what I'm saying? Right. My grandma, like, she, she's actually turning 73 in October. And she got both shots. And I'm glad that, you know what I'm saying? Thank God she's fine. But my girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? Her... Her grandmother actually went to the hospital the, the other day, and she was telling mm-hmm. me, like, how she was in the hospital, and the doctors and the nurses was like, yeah, you, like, you should get the vaccine. She got the vaccine, and she ended up getting liver damage. You know what I'm saying? Like, Damn. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 y'all pushing this on people. Like, for what? You know what I'm saying? It's not mm-hmm. right. And I was actually watching um the replay 
of yesterday, like the the uh, I was watching the Zoom meeting of the hurricane and all that. I was watching the the playback, and mm-hmm. I seen a lady was saying how she went to Puerto Rico and um basically they was like you know what I'm saying she was saying she went to Puerto Rico and they was telling her how basically they would text her every day do are, are you experiencing symptoms and all that and it's crazy right. the movie, in the movie Songbird literally if like if you watch the movie Songbird I'm not sure if you've seen it but for those we watched that, on the Discord we yes. watched on the Discord like a month ago yeah but you, like in the movie Songbird like them them people got up every day and had to scan their temperature and if they didn't and if they came up negative or like if they came up positive then people came to get them and took them back to the camp and it's like they literally mm-hmm. put this junk right in our face well they have camps right now in australia that's people. crazy that nobody's talking about yeah that's like, another thing a lot of the australians have been mentioned on social media i don't want to call them fema camps but it's some type of medical camp that they have if you are uh if you find out they find out that you're positive with covid they're sending them to some type of camp it's crazy because it's like, I really feel like that movie somber, like they literally put it in our face. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's too I mean, come many... on, it's called COVID-23. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's, it's too much going on for me. Like, I don't know. It is. And it's, you know, it's just, it's really sad because so many young people like yourself, they're scared. They don't know what the future is going to be like. Because yeah. at this point, I don't even know. Yeah. I to. Yeah. 2019 so much it's ridiculous i've never missed a year like this and before 2019 you'd be like oh damn i missed high school high school was later i missed college my college years you know now everybody's like i missed 2019 i'm like i'm also scared because i have like a little sister and she's two years old and it's like what like what is the future gonna look like for them you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and that's the part that's just very terrifying you know, when you think about like all your little siblings and nieces and nephews and and nobody has the answer. And it's easy to say, well, if you would be just get vaccinated, all of this would be over. We go back to life as normal. But again, once something is in your body, there's no way you can remove it. That You know, it's a part of you. So yeah. what happens when people start dropping and getting sick and, and things like that? Because now the side effects are finally kicking in. And then on top of that, like I said, outside of the vaccine... We also have to look at the contact tracing that's coming along with the vaccine. So it's a lot of things that they're ushering in where now you're going to have this medical passport in your phone that shows that you're vaccinated. And if you come up sick, they know where you've been. Yeah, it's definitely like Songbird. It really yeah. is. It's crazy. But I want to say one more thing before I, um, I go, because I know like you got stuff to do. But mm-hmm. I seen on like TikTok, I guess they was like, it was like, um, it was a boy, he posted a TikTok video, and I guess his mother was from Jamaica, and she was saying that they, I guess they all had COVID, and they all had lost their, like, their taste and their smell, so mm-hmm. she had took the orange, and, like, she had burnt it over, like, a flame stove, like, so she completely burned uh, the orange, and then once it was completely black and burnt, she had peeled the orange, and then she started mashing it up, and she put some brown sugar in, and it was saying how they all got their um smell and taste back. I seen like a lot of people that didn't, they were saying that it had actually worked for them. Wow. And you know what the sad part is? They're going to be hitting that video with fake news and snatching it down because they don't want you to do any home remedies. You're just supposed to take the vaccine. That's your only cure. You're not allowed to eat, you know, healthy fruits and vegetables. They have farmers destroying their crops. You're not allowed to eat meat and protein. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, the food is the medicine. Isn't it interesting that they're having farmers destroy vegetables, but they're not having them destroy, you know, the stuff that's needed to be put in the vaccine? When the vitamin C and all that stuff, I mean, what did we do back in the day when we were sick? I don't care if it was a viral infection or a bacterial. It all boiled down to herbs and plants and things like that. And even if you even give that type of advice online, they'll take down your account. They'll accuse you of spreading misinformation and trying to get people sick. It's really, really sad. Yeah, they don't want us knowing what's really, like, you know what I'm saying, what's really good for us. You know what I'm saying? They just want us to see what they want us to see. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, thank you so much, Logan, for calling in. It was really nice talking to you. So right. good luck on your job search. Hopefully, you know, you'll be able to find something um, where they're not requiring the vaccine. All right, Tina, it was nice talking to you. Definitely. All right, you guys. So this has been an awesome green room. We've been on here for two hours and 15 minutes. I know folks got things to do. I do too. But I just want to thank everyone who caught in today from overseas, from America, who shared their stories. I very much appreciate this. This is definitely a September to remember. 9-11 is literally two days away. So I'm just, you know, trying to pay close attention to see what's going on. I know Joe Biden is supposed to be coming on and saying something on television in a few hours here as well. So everybody just stay vigilant, you know what I'm saying? Stay prepared and just understand that you're not in this alone and many people are just dealing with this. And if you're dealing with mental health issues, depression, definitely talk to people. Don't feel like you have to hold everything in. Um, The Discord is a great place to talk and mingle. If you're not in there, definitely utilize your social media, utilize your friends and family because we are definitely living in very hard times. So, you know, just keep each other in prayer, treat each other well, because so many of us, you never know what people are going through. So on that note, you guys, stay safe, you guys. Take care of yourself, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye, Rejoice. Bye, everyone. We'll talk to you all later. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.